Looking good. Italian job. Feeling good, Tommy boy. Good to see you, brother. Likewise. Hope you've had a great week. It's been good. It's been really good. I'm excited for uh, this upcoming weekend. Got some big things going on. Um, excited for the guests we have today and some of the uh, some of the, the themes that we're going to talk through. Uh, we've got a good show print planned and prepared. Absolutely. Uh, and I want to get to that guest ASAP, but real quick, let's do some quick housekeeping. Uh, at the time of recording today's podcast, it is September 30th, and Twitter tells me that it's International Podcast Day. Um, which apparently is a thing. So that being said, it's worth mentioning the full lineup that F3 Nation provides to its entire global packs. So we'll start with Monday with the 43 feet archive, which is QSource material. If you're just getting started with QSource, if you need a refresher, if you just like hearing other guys' opinions and thoughts on the lessons to learn, that's a great refresher. Tuesday is the COT with our boys Hello Kitty and Rapido. Uh, and that's news of the nation. It's all sorts of things that are going on nationwide and globally. And then Wednesday is 43 feet with our own dark helmet. And he'll bring on guests from time to time. It's a fantastic leadership podcast. And really it's designed to help packs navigate the next 43 feet as they build the road and light the path. So then we pick it up on Thursdays. This is our newest one that just came out this week. It's the hunt for wellness with bones about healthy living, diet, exercise, um, it's taking a professional's view, bringing some other uh, professionals into the, the mix and helping us learn a few things. Friday is the Roundtable with C-SPAN. It's an interview series with the PACs. Uh, every other Friday, we now have a new podcast that's video only, and it's in our newsletter, so it will come out this week. It's called The Dark Six. And on Saturday, the one that you guys are listening to, Stuff Worth Trying with uh, myself and, and Tommy Boy, we are talking about lessons learned from regions around the nation, uh, things that have gone well, things that we can learn from. So that's kind of our podcast now. We've got six per week, um, some great material. Uh, excited to be a part of it. Absolutely. Some of these are also on YouTube shows as well. So we've got some web activity happening. If you guys have any questions, as always, reach out to any of the leadership within F3, which takes me to our Twitter handle. Many of you has, have asked for the link to the Stuff Worth Trying manual, which exists on the internet webs. It is now uh, linked in our profile on our Twitter handle, which is at F3SWT. See how that works. Uh, already, we've got some great ideas. Uh, we've got guys that are bringing up ways to launch uh, Broga workouts or Broga splinters. Uh, we've got guys in Kinston, uh, when we posted for their one-year anniversary, had options for the Respect crew, as well as the legends in their region, which I think is an awesome way to make sure that guys, once they're engaged, stay engaged no matter what. Uh, and even uh, track walks or slowsies that for guys who are on the IR, uh, or guys who really just need an outlet to uh, enjoy some fellowship while, while keeping the body moving. Um, and so these are the sorts of ideas that come our way. We think it's great. Keep it up. Tag us in a post. Let us know what you're doing. We're also on Slack. Uh, don't hesitate to speak up. Don't think that we've got this whole thing figured out because if we did, F3 would be incredibly boring and we all know that it's not. Why does any of this even matter? Um, and it takes us back to the credo. Why would we do all these different things and at least try them out? It's because we never know who the guy is that needs to be picked back up. We don't want to leave any man behind and we don't want to leave any man where we found him. So IJ, I'm going to hand that over to you. Yeah, so uh, this week we're talking about the emotional headlock, and uh, every man has a story as to why did they show up for the first workout, who brought them out. Uh, Tommy Boy, who brought you out? Who was the guy who gave you the EH? Yeah, I got double EH, actually, um, and I, it was a guy named Short Track. 
and a guy named Stretch. Uh, both are now respect age, but uh, they came at me in stereo. Um, and Short Track uh, showed up in my driveway. And he said, you got five minutes to get outside before I start honking this horn. It's at uh, 5.45 in the morning on a Saturday. So that was a real easy way to say yes and uh, experience my first workout. How about you? I was actually EH'd by a buddy of mine named Peach. Peach was a Redwood original down here in Fort Mill, South Carolina. Uh, Peach gave me the EH for probably about six months before I finally succumbed to the request and it changed my life. Um, but, you know, sometimes it takes guys, multiple guys and multiple times being requested to come out. Um, but the emotional headlock, it's a big deal. I mean, that's every man has his his story of the day that he became a new creation, um, a way a day that he determined that there was more to life than just going to work each day when he realized that he has potential for greater things and leadership opportunities. So Peach was the man who brought me in. Um, I want to give you guys a rundown before we introduce our, our guest today. The reason that we are so adamant about the EH, and it really comes down to we want to see men's lives changed. And we realize that every man in this world, regardless of what he believes, regardless of where he lives, regardless of his faith, he needs to be part of something bigger than himself. And the emotional headlock is what gets men to show up a second time, a first time, a second time, a third time for them to realize that it's more than a workout group. So the reason we have a big push on the emotional headlock is we have a goal by the close of 2025 to have a quarter million guys. That's 250,000 guys as a part of F3 Nation or F3 Worldwide. We currently are in four continents. We currently serve about 53,000 men. We have about 212 regions at the time of this recording. So in order for us to continue growing from 53,000 to 250,000, we've got to put the EH on some additional guys. So when we first started thinking about the emotional headlock, TB reached out, said, hey, who do you think? And the first person that came to mind for me was Olaf. So Olaf, tell us about yourself, man. How did you get involved in F3? How did you get the name Olaf? Who brought you out? Give us a background story. Well, first, first, let me tell you, thank you. I'd like to uh, really give you a, a thanks for being able to be invited on this uh, award-winning uh, podcast. This is my first award-winning podcast I've been, ever been on, so uh, got to give me some grace. I love it. Hey, hey, um, you're welcome. You're welcome. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, you know, it, I didn't say what kind of award it gets. I just said award-winning, all right? Hey, an award's so, an award. Uh, that's right, man. Everybody gets awards. Sprinkles for winners. Remember that, kids. That's so, it. So, um, <laughs> All right, so uh, name's Garrett Purvis, uh, 37. I'm here for heaven, Olaf. Um, I was brought out uh, in 2016 by Cha-Ching. It was uh, between July and August. A reminder to you guys to make sure you do your back blast when you have FNG show up so they can look back and figure out what that date is. Um, I know when I first queued, it was in September. So um, I know when that date is, but other than that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a crapshoot. So uh, Cha-Ching, yeah, buddy up, up the street. Uh, much more fit than I am. And uh, I saw him working out. We used to work out like in, in, uh, in the street and he got injured. And then I had to join a gym and was dealing with the ferns and stuff there, kind of being lonely. And then uh, next thing I know, he comes back, you know, he, he uh, comes back from being injured and he's like, yo man, I got this new new thing we're going on. I'm like, I mean, I just, I just signed up for a freaking, you know, year long uh, membership now. And here you tell me it's a free thing. I'm like, all right, whatever. I come out there, man. Uh, Got hooked the first time. Uh, really loved the, the camaraderie and the uh, just the banter and the mumble chatter. And then um, and then I got I got named got named Olaf. How'd you get where the name that, Olaf? Yeah, yeah, where did that come from? 
Well, that's a good story. It's a good story. Um, so as you can tell, I love to talk. That's why also why I'm pretty good at the agent. I just will keep going and going and going, you know, not worried about a no. Uh, so wife wanted me to um, do a winter wonderland, like wonderland party for uh, our middle child. And she was like, you know, what would be really cool is if we had like, you know, like some snow. And I was like, challenge accepted. You know, I'm on it. And uh, did some research and like they wanted like like 400 bucks to have somebody come and like, put snow in your yard. And I was like, this is crazy. I can do this. Uh, being an engineer, I just kind of mad scientist, a, uh, a, uh, a homemade snow machine uh, together. And then uh, we had literally like, you know, four or five inches of snow only in our yard um, during, during a February birthday in, in, in uh, down where we're at in the house. So, uh, so I got the name. Uh, first thing they were like, oh, it's, we're going to even frosty. And then I, uh, one of the packs who shall name uh, remain uh, nameless uh, yelled out, let's just call him Olaf. And I was, uh, Frozen had just came out and I wasn't into, my kids weren't old enough for half Frozen at that time. So I was like, Olaf? And they're like, yeah, the snowman on Frozen. I was like, all right, man, whatever. But and now you, you <laughs> now know, you own it, baby. Hey, hey, Olaf is a, Olaf is a much better dude. Yep, Olaf is a much better dude than, um, than, than Garrett ever was. Your dog, so. your dog agrees. Hey man, hey, <laughs> hey, Amazon, Amazon, Amazon doesn't stop for anybody. Hey, when That's they it. tell you they'll be there, they'll be there. So I always thought that you got the name Olaf because after hearing uh, your reputation that you tried to like EH a snowman in the middle of winter or something before you realized yeah. that it was not a real person. But yeah, uh, I, I know Italian job has some stories. I'd love to hear because listen, when I said this week's episode, we need to, we need to start with the EH. Uh, he said, I know just the guy and he dropped your name and then he started going on about all these great stories. So Italian job, if you don't mind, humor the uh, Podpax Nation with the couple. Well, I'll share uh, my favorite one. Uh, so we were on a ruck workout uh, where we were alternating a 60 pound bag between the guys, but everybody had a ruck on. And as we were rucking up a hill, um, Olaf saw a guy in the, in the distance. And that, that's not uncommon for Olaf to see a guy in the distance. We already knew that he was going to make a move towards that guy. <laughs> By the time we kind of come across him, he's running the opposite direction. The guy's like six foot two, and he probably has a three inch inseam on his shorts. And one of the things that I've learned is the shorter the shorts, the faster the runner. And Olaf took off in a full on sprint. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Let me tell you about F3. Olaf is carrying a minimum of 40 pounds in his ruck and goes in a full sprint to chase this guy who Olaf, he's about a foot. <laughs> he's got at least eight inches on you and he's running up ahead. And we didn't see Olaf for about 20 minutes. And we said, well, you know, what happened to Olaf? Eventually he comes up to us drenched in sweat. The ruck is no longer to be seen. We said, what happened? He said, I ran with this guy for three miles with the ruck on trying to get him to come out to a workout. I had to ditch the ruck so I could keep up with him. And that is Olaf to a T. The man sees nothing as a as a impediment to hold him back. He's going to put the EH on anybody and everybody as long as he is breathing. He is EHing, and so that's one of my favorite stories of, of Olaf and the EH. But he's a, he's a pro man. He is an absolute stud and a pro. That's uh, awesome. Not, not a pro. I just have a, a lot of practice, <laughs> and he's good at it. <laughs> Under pressure, literally. Um, well, Olaf, I'll let, I'm going to hand this over because I know you and Italian Job have a great history as well. So Italian Job, if you don't mind, um, I'll let you start. I have some thoughts too and some questions that I want to make sure we dig into. Um, but I do, before we dive into it, want to put out kind of a disclaimer uh, that I don't think 
we need to, I don't think we can say, and the PACs can hear enough, which is, we're, we're, and this is going to sound a lot, like, a lot like a workout. We are not trained professionals, right? Uh, Olaf just shared that he's a, an engineer. He is not in sales, yet he is so passionate about this thing we call F3 that he'll talk to anybody about it. Um, we've got plenty of introverts across the world that are in F3, right? And so automatically they might have even seen the headline or the title for this week's episode and thought, not nah, this isn't for me. So I'd love to really get into a, stop thinking that way. B, it is for you and here's why. And then C, you know, here's the tools that, that seem to work so far. Here's tried and true. Um, so if you don't mind, IJ, why don't you take it away? Yeah, so Olaf, I consider you an EH pro. Um, what is it that, that gets you going? What is it, how do you seek that guy? How do you identify the guy that needs an EH? And what gets you to run after that guy physically, sometimes literally, what is it about the EH? Why are you so good at it? And, and who needs this thing? And why do you keep going after so many men for it? Well, that's the, that's the thing. Um, that's a great question. I, th I think that, that once I found that, um, it, it really allowed me to, to accelerate. And I think I, I want to ask other guys to, to uh, make sure they challenge themselves to kind of figure out, like, why do, why do you do F3? And what is it that, that, um, that keeps you coming up and waking up early every day? I mean, is it, is it, the, is it the fellowship part? Is it like, you know, you could have more friends that just like you miss the, the, the you you have real bad FOMO if you, if you didn't show up that day or, you know, especially if it's a really good back blast, it has a lot of good, good nuggets in it. Um, and the main thing is I, um, oh, 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 let me see. oh, yeah, yeah. It's actually, uh, <laughs> look it's at actually that. courage, it's got courage uh, setting aside fear to turn hardship into grace. It's a, it's a 3.12 in case you were having to be following along with our numbering system. So, uh, <laughs> The reason is it takes a little bit of courage, and I'm a, I know that I am a much better man than I was, and it's, it's so, solely, solely because I've been surrounded by men that are better than me. I've been in a whetstone relationship with a, with a great guy that, has, that I really look up to, I respect, and, um, and he has, you know, looked me, looked me in the eye and told me, you know, told me the hard truths. And I, I have a shield like group that, that, you know, set me down and, um, and have, have held me accountable and, and they've, they've pushed me, um, because they knew, they knew what they knew that I was capable of and, uh, before I even knew it. And, uh, that wouldn't have been possible without, um, without F3. That's the main thing that, um, the reason that I'll EH anybody that, that I see, um, it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, I, I used to guy that was, um, 68, uh, 68 year old, um, black dude that was right there that was walking, um, down in the park on Saturday mornings with us. I got him out and he, uh, we, we ended up naming him power pole. And it's like, you know, trying to talk to a guy like that, that's, um, that there's no, there's no limit to, you know, most people just try to stick with people that are, that are, that are, that are similar to them or they're similar to beliefs or similar age or like, you know, they, they kind of, they run in the same, same group, but I like getting everybody, you know, young, old. Um, I, th I think everybody needs this, you know, if, you know, not to get too, too religious on anybody, but if, you know, if the Sky Q son needed 12 dudes to, to, to hang out with him, to keep him, you know, keep him in line. And, uh, and he had all the answers, you know, what makes us think we can go through it by ourselves. So, yep. uh, and also, you know, the price is right. And I believe in the product to steal a line from uh, Alexa. <laughs> Olaf, what uh, do you have a standard pitch 
Do you have a go-to um, move? <clears throat> I usually, it, it depends. If, you, if, you, if you're meeting a guy, it depends on where you meet him. Depending on where you meet them, uh, a lot a, a dead giveaway is always the shoes. Um, you know, if if you see if you see a guy in a pair of something other than like some New Balances, as far as a running shoe, you know, some some ultras or some some uh, topos or some you know, uh, all the different kinds of Brookses and stuff like that, and you you see a guy like that, and you can also tell by the watch. So you look at the shoes and look at the watch, and you tell the dude works out. That's two giveaways. Like that's like check check one, check two. Like this guy's already. I mean, I've already gotten. So those are the excuses that I'm already getting ready to 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 cross off like he's not going to do that all it's not you know those are the ones i'm not going to worry about having to, to try to uh counter so um I, what was the question <laughs> well I, i've got i've got i've got one what do you say when a man says i gotta get in shape before i work out with you guys that's like washing your clothes before you put it in the laundry man what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> that's an excellent point oh uh, so I, you don't have to get in shape Let, let's put it this way you're not going to be in shape for an f3 workout anyway there's no sure. way, if, no matter how many weights you lift and how many miles you run, no one is prepared for the very first workout that they attend. So that's that like one's thrown out shape. the window. Yeah, that's like Spartan race shape. You, you, your forearms are not prepared for, for what needs to happen during, during those events. So unless you train that, you're not ready. Sounds like we need to start an F3 Ninja Warrior AO. That sounds like a hey, good idea. Yeah, I nominate <laughs> Kid Rock to be the king of that. Yeah, my, I threw out that excuse. It's funny. So we'll go down the, the top five excuses, and these are available on F3Nation.com as well, but I'd love to hear a pro uh, deflect them. But yes, I need to get in shape before I come work out with you guys was one that I definitely threw out. And I've heard the uh, that's like getting hammered before you go to the bar, and I've heard that's like getting saved before you join a church. So I, I, I like them all. Uh, let me throw one at you. I've already belonged, and then you took this one too. I already belong to a gym. Oh, well, that's great, man. Let, let me, uh, you know, do y'all, do you, do you have like buddies you meet at the gym all the time or, or you just kind of just, you got a gym membership. So it's just pay to play like thing, you know, that's cool too. Yep. You know, we, we got, we lift weights. What do you, I, I, when they say they're already a gym member, I say, well, what do you do at the gym? And then depending on what they say, I'm like, oh, you know, we, we also do that too. Uh, they have nice, nice, comfortable floors at the gym. I was like, oh yeah, yeah nice. Com-. I said, hey man, we, we work outside. It's, uh, I'm not saying it's more manly, but if you know, me two guys and one works outside and one doesn't, I'm, I'm just going to kind of, you know, I'm going to say one's tougher than the other. I'm just, you know, if I got a bet and I don't know the, you know, the same size, same weight. Tell me you're soft without telling me you're soft, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, I have computer hands. I have laptop hands, you know, it's like, it's got to be real cold before you put, put some on these hands. All right. IJ, take my favorite one. What's number three, man. It's just so early. I'm not, I can't get up that early and work out. I'm not really a morning workout kind of guy anyway. Uh, and you know, what's so great about that is, you know, if 515 is too early, how about you come out on the weekends? That usually starts like 630 or seven, you know, you know, not have so many beers Friday night. It, it'll be good for you. you. You have one less beer Friday night. You'll be able to get up Saturday morning because you got something to get up for. I'll come pick you up. I'll be at your driveway like, you know, 610. How about that? Uh, I love the one of, I will be there to pick you up because there's a whole lot it's a whole lot easier to say, yeah, man, I just kind of slept and I couldn't make it. Uh, there's always an excuse why you can't be there. But when the guy is out there, like TV said earlier, uh, I'm going to be out in front of your house and I will beep the horn or ring the doorbell. If you're not out here, yeah. that'll do it. I, uh, I really enjoyed this one. Uh, the one where it's, I'm not the morning workout guy. Cause that guy tends to, he says, well, you know, I go to the gym at lunchtime. Well, unless the team's meeting runs long and then I have to grab something to eat. So I'll go after work. Well, 
after work doesn't always work out because I got to pick up groceries. I got to get the kids from dance. I got to get the kids from soccer practice. Well, I'll just, I'll work out late tonight when you're sitting down for Netflix that I'll work out this later today turns into later tomorrow turns into next week, turns into next month, turns into never. That's so the crack pipe, crack pipe of manana, man. That's it. Crack right, pipe what, of manana. Put that on a t-shirt quick. That's exactly right. Here's one for you. I already work out with a personal trainer. Mm. Oh man, that's awesome. Hey, so can you come out and teach me or can I join you? Cause like, can I come and like learn from him? Cause that, that'd be, I would really love to do that. And then you can come and teach me. Cause if you, if you know all that stuff, man, that's, that's awesome. Can we, I'd love to, I'd love for you to be able to teach me. Cause, cause we don't have any, it's all peer led with in a rotating fashion. So like with no professional training. So it's all just suggestions that we do. We call it the uh, alternating a-hole. Um, so, cause somebody's gotta, gotta, gotta lay the gauntlet down. That's the new fourth, that's the new fourth core principle, uh, alternating a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon to a theater near you. Uh, all right, uh, excuse number five. That sounds like some sort of cult. Oh, hey, hey, if you have a bunch of guys hanging out, having a good time in the mornings, like adult recess, if you want to call that a cult, hey man, sign me up. I'll drink that Kool-Aid. That's right. That's the Kool-Aid I will drink. Uh, I love these because, look, these are all comebacks, right, for stuff we've all heard. Anybody who has tried to EH anybody, uh, if they're doing it enough, will have hit all five of these. And these are great disruptions because this, this, these are the normal sayings. You know, I already go to a gym. I have a personal trainer. It's too early. Um, we're not about normal guys, right? We're here to create and disrupt the system. Because uh, what we've seen, when it, especially when it comes to community leadership, is the system is not working. And it needs to be disrupted. Um, we are building bigger men. We are unlocking men. Uh, and we are paving the next 43 feet. You know, none of these things are just sayings. And if anybody ever acts like they're just sayings, man, throw a new EH on that guy and, and wake him up a little bit because somebody needs to get a disruption. Um, I, I love these. And, you know, there's a million others that we've all heard. But if we get comfortable with just talking about F3, the worst thing that could happen is we get to talk about something that we love. The best thing that could happen is we get to buy an FNG, a cup of coffee the next morning. Uh, and then he gets to talk about what he loves about F3. That's how we get closer to 250,000. I mean, you know, Bingo. call me crazy, but <laughs> that's, I think uh, so you're speaking of think... speaking of 250, cause you brought it up earlier. Look in 10 years, we've gotten to just over 50, what 53,000 and some change. We're talking about in four more years, uh, quintupling that number, right? We're talking a quarter of a million uh, unlocked men by 2025 and um we don't get there by doing the easy stuff so uh, italian job if you don't speak a little if you wouldn't mind speaking a little bit about that again um you know because there's a danger in that right if we're just if we're just shouting from the rooftops and we're not down amongst the men you know there's a danger there yeah the emotional headlock is important to get guys interested but you got to keep them around also. You've got to make them realize that this is more than a workout group. Um, you always need to be EHing because I look at it this way. I'm a beggar showing another beggar where to find bread. Plain and simple. I found something that has changed my life. Why wouldn't I want other men to have what I have found? I want to limit zero dollars. It yeah. We're going to limit the amount of 
the holdbacks, the things that will keep you from coming back or coming out entirely, we want to limit those. We want to get rid of them and eliminate eliminate them. Um, we have to EH outside of our comfort zone. And Olaf, you hit on this earlier. It's not always the guy who lives in your neighborhood, not always the guy that attends the same church or works at the same place. Sometimes you have to EH folks who don't think like you, who don't look like you, who don't talk like you, who don't come from the same neighborhood, the same socioeconomic class. We've got to realize not everybody worships at the same altar. Not everybody has the same background that you have, but every man needs what we have. So, Olaf, that's kind of a question for both you and Tommy Boy. How do you EH outside of your comfort zone, and why is it important to EH outside of your neighborhood and your church and your workplace? Olaf, why don't you go first, brother? Um, I just think that it's it's important to to meet people where they are. Um, I I know that at different at different times and different different uh, um, stages of life, you have different challenges and different struggles, and uh, no one's you know there could be guys that are that are that are completely different than you, but they're going through the same thing as you. And I don't I don't believe in coincidences. I think everything happens for a reason, and um, I I think it's it's magical when you can you can try to try to reach out to somebody and they are like, man, I really needed this. You know, we had it, we had an FNG um, the other day uh, post and hearing him, he did, he had a, a great, great job, great leadership there. And uh, when he posted at the end of it, he was like, man, I, I never thought I could have been able to do this. And it's because of the the confidence you guys, the, the examples that you guys have, have shown. And that is just, that we're, we're, we're turning out leaders in the, in the flesh. And, and this guy's like, literally like, you know, it's not, it's not as much of a physical transformation, but you can tell the man stands taller. His chest is, his chest is out wider. He has that, that initial confidence that, that you, that you see. And, um, and I, I couldn't be prouder of the dude. Um, so uh, shout out to fast and furious because both him and Kermit, man, Oscar, the grouch down there is, is churning out some people down there. Nice. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's, it's a couple different things, but the, the important ones are, look, I didn't pay for this, so I don't own it. So it's not for me to keep, I got to give it away. Um, selfishly, I do it because um, I, it makes me feel good, right? When I see a guy show up who didn't think he had it in him and it could be defined by anything, right? It could be the strength. It could be the stamina. It could be the courage. It could be the self-confidence. Uh, it could be his station in life. Um, if he thought he didn't have it in him and he realizes because he's surrounded by high impact men that he does have that it in him, I mean, that, that makes me feel amazing. Uh, it, it, it's hope for humanity. It's hope for leadership. It's hope for virtues. Um, you know, I've stood there in COTs and I've watched a stock boy uh, lead an AO and the CEO of that company that he stocked shelves for was there and stood up and said, I'm so honored to know that people that that come to say yes and play at my company are this kind of leader. Um, I've seen guys step out on their first post. In fact, last week, um, I knew this guy's story. He struggled with a lot, uh, PTSD and, and alcohol. I mean, you name it, it's a litany. And I said, look, you can share whatever you want to as little or, or as much. Um, and it doesn't matter. Like we're just, we're just here to listen and, and give you a name. Uh, and he laid it all out there. Didn't know a single guy in that circle of, of 17. And um, 
you know, I, I've known him forever and I didn't want to be involved with the naming, but A, watching him open up was huge because he's not done that before. Um, and B, watching the packs give him one hell of a name. Um, it's exactly what he needed. And he's he's been on fire. He's posted multiple days in a row since then. Um, and he hasn't lifted a leg in a decade. Um, so that, you know, that is what gives me hope. And I know I'm, I'm kind of rambling, but I, I, again, like you all, I'm so fired up about this thing. And I want guys to, to try these things that are worth trying uh, for the sake of it falling on the heart of the guy, the one guy that needed to understand what F3 was all about. 250,000 impacts, finding 250,000 guys. It's not about the number. It's about the opportunity to change 250,000 men's lives, their family lives, their communities' lives. And all it starts, it starts with one spark. That fire will spread. The leadership, the development, the chance and opportunity for a man to be unlocked, to find the hidden potential he never knew he had, it starts with a spark. And that spark is asking a man to come out and just experience what we do on, on a daily basis. That spark can spread a fire of love, compassion, and leadership across the world, and we're seeing it. And that's why the three of us are so passionate about the logos on our chest and the opportunity to meet new men, to help them feel unlocked, become the leader that they're born to be. And that's the other thing that makes us different is, you know, we can hang up flyers and we can, and we can hit barbershops and gyms and rec centers and churches and, and civic meetings and hang up a flyer. But that's what the gyms do. That's what the other guys do. We walk up to a man, whether we know him or not, tell him about this thing and invite him to join us. Um, that's not a business model that works anywhere else, but in F3. And we literally give it away as much as we can. So we've got the guy out there. We, we you know, ideally he's accelerating. He's, he's drank the Kool-Aid. Um, we've got him hook, line and sinker, but it doesn't end there. Uh, Olaf, you're really good at this. So I'd love for you, as we start to wind this down, talk about the importance of follow-up. Uh, and I mean, like you've, you've just wrapped COT or maybe you've just pulled off in your car after cafeteria. Why is follow-up so important? Well, don't tell the wife that I have a shelf flag in the house. Cause once they're supposed to be built, they're not supposed to be in the house is what I, what I was told. So, um, <laughs> but one of the things, if you see right here, is I have a QR code that I'm that I'm trying to to uh, pass out around our region, and this QR code actually goes to the uh, our local schedule. So when you name a guy, he gets his name. That's all great and dandy, and then everybody's like, "All right, everybody's done," and they're going off, and he has no idea what, what where the follow up is or where the exchange is. Um, there's resources out there to let everybody know that we have like an FNG capture form. It's a Google form. Uh, that allows you know to get a little bit of information, gets them um, hooked up with the, uh, the 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 weekly the weekly uh, blast that we do, um, gives uh, our our SLT you know their information in case you know in, in case there's any type of uh, uh, issue that we need to be able to get in contact with somebody, and it also allows us some follow up to to invite them to come out the next day, and uh, really proud of our leadership uh, here with Shady and the and the Fort Arnantan with, he actually saw this, this kind of need of like, you know, and also Gears, our, our first deaf guy, he, he was looking at all the numbers and seeing like, we've got all these FNGs and how many FNGs continually post, you know, like from, you know, from January till now. And like, what is our kind of retention rate, you know? And, and I'd like to say that, that we're not going for 250,000 men just to have 250,000 men. We're not trying to go, I, I think, I think when you said it best that we're not going for, you know, one inch deep, 
of you know acres and acres and acres of fields we want a few that are just solid crops and we think that's always going to be the much better um the much better assets this, this is going to get you because sowing the seeds that are that are really shy and really thin um just to get numbers that's not that's not what's going to actually convert into actual crops and actual um uh benefits for the community and that's i mean that's the that's the game plan um so we we put together like a like a like a fng like welcome committee um kind of like the, the kind of follows up. So we, we touch base on Slack with um, when FNGs are uh, posted, their information gets posted into like our senior, our little uh, our little leadership team. So we're not blasting people's info everywhere to everybody. And then, um, and then one of us will basically call dibs on the person or we'll follow up with them. We'll figure out, you know, how was the workout? You know, what, what did you like, what did you not like? You know, and uh, you always explain to them like, hey, you know, if, if you didn't like the workout, you always got to understand you got to at least like C-SPAN says, you got to try at least twice because you could have gotten a you could have gotten a, a bad cue or a rough cue or or it could have been a V cue or it could have been a season cue, and then um, and then make sure we we touch base with them and see where we're going to go tomorrow, and uh, so that's one of the things with the, like the QR codes that we're having we're having set up that allows you to basically have like a local uh, schedule. So you know most people have their phone in their car after the workout. They get the phone, they come out, they they scan that. You can let them so they already have the website on their phone. They can look at what's going on through there, and then you can get them hooked up as far as where they're going to go next or where they're going to go the next day. And then usually within our within our group, we'll have somebody either meet with that guy the next day or pick him up and um, and see with them uh, just to have some some follow up and some exchange. And also it allows them to get get linked into like you know the uh, the nation site plus the uh, like the lexicon and the exacon and then just all the things that we have. That's uh, there's so much to so much information to dive into. So I, I think that's a that's a big thing. And then also try to get them to do a CSOP as fast as you can. Because nothing builds nothing builds friends and um, and and community like like you know doing hard things together. Yeah, I think showing them the depth and breadth of what F three has to offer, the second and the third F opportunities, the CSOPs, right? The quicker that they get connected to that, the better. Uh, I'll share with with the uh, audience that we've got uh, built into the the stuff we're trying manual is a welcome email, sample welcome email uh, that's worked wonders in, in a lot of different regions. I know Omaha uses it. I know we use it here in Greensboro, but it's built in and it's, it's a formula. Um, and it doesn't come from the guy who EH'd unless it happens to be the cue. But yep. if, if they hear, if their second touch point is from a, a guy they don't even know, it just only further strengthens the, the ties that they have and the support that they'll feel uh, after showing up at an F3 workout. Um, and it's a real, like you said, it's got the nuggets in there. Um, here's who we are. Here's how to learn more about us. Here's what we've got coming up next. And uh, here's how to reach me if you have any questions. Uh, to get that kind of follow-up from a dude that you don't even know is pretty strong. And the, th the second thing it does too is, you know, I may have learned after 48 hours of, of trying to dodge Olaf's crossover. Um, I may have learned how to beat it, but I, then all of a sudden uh, here comes Italian job with a fadeaway jumper that I can't defend against. So um, I, I like that, that, that one, two punch, so to speak. So that's available. That's one of the many tools within that stuff worth trying uh, uh, manual. So I encourage guys to, to dive deep in there and get inspired by it and share your ideas with us so we can, we can continue to grow it. That's what it's there for. Um, look, I could go on all days with you guys, all day with you guys. This is usually the time though, Italian job that you offer up a challenge worth trying. Um, so I'm going to pass it over to you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, it's my, one of the favorite things that we do each week is a challenge worth trying something that we can carry through the next week. And then men can reach out to our Twitter account and tell us what's going on. 
But I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, a challenge worth trying and, and give this over to Olaf. I think he's got a good one that I would love to share. Um, so Olaf, I'm tossing it to you. A challenge worth trying for the listeners this week. What you got in mind? All right, Pax. Here's your challenge for the week. Some stuff worth trying. Next week, I propose when you're doing your, your workouts, if you are queuing and you have a 10 count, instead of calling a 10 count, point to a pack and tell them, why do you do F3? Go ahead and give them, give them, the, give them the thing at the beginning. Give them the disclaimer at the beginning when, you, when everybody's stretching at the beginning to say, hey, I'm going to ask you why you do F3 at some point during this workout. I want you to have an answer. And so everybody can kind of have that ponder in the back of their minds while they're still trying to wake up. And then, you know, you, you, give, them, you give them 15 burpees on your own. Everybody smoke. You say, hey, why do you do F3? And have everybody hold a plank or an Al Gore. And um, I, that, that's going to be great. I, that's helped out a lot on really understanding why I do F3. And I think that's also why when you have a multifaceted approach that's woven in, you know, they say a, a string of three strands, not easily broken. If you can get three guys coming at somebody, each person usually will do it for a different reason. And if you can learn why you do it and you understand what it, how it impacts you and what, and what you're doing it for, that's, you know, if you have a couple of guys share that with, with some other guys, then, you know, that, that's what gets people really, really involved in that. And that it comes from a heart. So, that's the challenge. I know it was long-winded, but no more 10 counts. Let's figure out why you do F3. Outstanding. I love it. Always do hard things, man. Always do hard things. Listen, um, we would be remiss as we sign off if we didn't uh, salute the thing that we've been talking about this whole time, which is what makes us different, which is um, the love of the guy beside us, right? We do this for the guy beside us. And uh, unfortunately, the F3 Nation lost one of those guys this past week, um, and and it, and it sucks. Um, but I, Olaf, if you have it in you, I would love for you to take us out today um, with a really important name, Arama. And, and before you do that, Italian job, Olaf, I just want to tell you guys that you are beloved, uh, and I'm better for having you in my life. So thank you for being our guest, Olaf. Hey, man, thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Um, in honor of my brother, Sean Kelly, 56, shot back. 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 And let's all say respect. 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 respect.